This is Your Life, God's Truth, your QFM. It's Phil and Mike and Gus. Pastor Gus on the phone with us from Warroad Community Church. Are you ready for spring, Gus? Yes, yes, very much, sir. So in December, I'm ready for spring. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do they make the ice houses come off Lake of the Woods now, too, or do you get a little bit more time up there? I don't know if we get more time, and I haven't heard anybody getting theirs off. So have you guys had to get yours off? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so then we must have more time. Yeah, you're special. I've got tons of fishermen in my congregation that that I haven't heard that they need to get their offices yeah. off yet. Did they get you out there fishing this year, any of them? Or? I have not gone this year. Yeah. I don't okay. go often, but... Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about your men's conference coming up again real quick, <coughs> April 1st and 2nd. It is the Strength Conference, and you've got a pastor coming by the name of I V Marsh, and I know you are excited about it, Gus. Yeah, I really am. Like, if you're a man, you're going to want to be there. Listen, you can always, you know, hear the sales pitch coming, blah, blah, blah. But the bottom line is, these things don't come along very often. And if you've got something to do on that weekend that precludes you from coming to the conference in War Road, then just change it, for goodness sake. Do that a different weekend. So. <laughs> well, and it's a Friday night and basically Saturday morning, right? Yeah, into the afternoon a little bit. We'll be done by 2, maybe 3 p.m. You can okay. get home with enough time to, you know, relax and, you know, get ready for church the following day. But, um, yeah, yeah, we're gonna. it's free. It's a free, you know, we're spending thousands and thousands of dollars on this conference. Mm. Like, food is free. Uh, our visiting keynote speaker is coming in. His wife will be here. His son will be here. He leads a men's movement in Arkansas and really all around the country. I just was at a conference at his church last weekend. There were 52 different churches, pastors there represented. I was one of them. Hmm. And, you know, a guy that can pull in that kind of, you know, numbers from his church is worth following, right? You don't generally go to a conference of a guy that isn't going to provide value. What I'm trying to say is Ivy Marsh provides tremendous value in large part because he's so submitted to Jesus. It's not IV, it's Jesus. But yeah. there's some people submitted to Jesus and some people a little bit and some people a lot. And those that provide the most value are the ones that submitted to Jesus a lot and that's IV. <laughs> mm. Well there you go. And you know him, you've heard him, and it sounds awesome, sir. We're getting the uh recommendation from Gus here. You wouldn't be bringing him all that way to uh not have someone that you believe in strongly. Uh, biblically grounded, and it's about biblical masculinity, right? That's kind of the Absolutely. whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. It's masculinity has been a bit of a whooping boy in our culture, our, our evangelical culture, over the last few years. And this is true biblical masculinity that is not chauvinistic at all, but it's also not effeminate like so much American yeah. evangelical Christianity is. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Let's mark it down. April 1st and 2nd. Warroad Community Church. You've got rooms set aside at the Hampton Inn up there. Uh, we're going to talk more about it here on QFM in the days to come. Uh, get signed up and bring your sons, right? Uh, would you recommend that? Absolutely. Absolutely. There yeah. won't be any inappropriate material that you're going to worry about your third grader listening to. So, Yeah. It's certainly, you know, sixth, seventh grade on up for sure. Uh, you yeah, know. absolutely. I mean, young man. I mean, it's a man's conference, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. So a third grader is not going to be like super... You know, like, wow, this is great. I get to listen to a guy talk for 35 minutes. Right, you know? right. But if you're a man and you're about Jesus and you realize that there are other men that can help you follow Jesus better, then, then make some time. Yeah. You know? 
Amen. Warroadcommunitychurch.com, or is it .org? Yeah. Either one will take you. Okay, and then on yeah. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook as well. Facebook for sure, yeah. yeah. It's all online registration because it's free. Yeah. Know, we do have to order yeah. the food, so we'd like to know by the 28th of March uh, if you're going to come, but you can register online. Okay. Just go to Facebook. All right. Well, here we are, three men chatting. Mike, you've been listening in so far, and, and we're going to talk about another mostly male subject, but, you know, not necessarily. We're, talk, we're going to talk about sports betting here, Gus, because it is a hot topic in Minnesota right now. And, you know, the Supreme Court evidently made some sort of a decision in 2018 that opened the floodgates. I, I vaguely remember that of legalized sports betting in the United States. 32 states have pretty much signed on to at least some form of sports betting. Minnesota has resisted so far. And I I would say mainly because we do have a strong conservative contingent, along with the fact that we have all the tribal gaming. And I think there were people that felt, well, we don't want to take away from that, etc., etc. But, Gus, it looks like it's going to happen this year. Uh, it is a huge thing. If you listen to sports radio at all, they constantly are talking about gambling these days when it comes to sports. You know, it used to be more like horse racing or things like that. Now it's everything. I mean, it's football, basketball, soccer. And, uh, you know, you've got the whole issue of gambling that is not good. Uh, although, you know, it's interesting when you look at it biblically. So I wanted to get your thoughts on gambling in general and then this what will likely be a massive uh expanse of gambling because i think you know it's almost certain that it is going to happen this year in minnesota yes it's certainly unfortunate but it is what it is gambling is not inherently sinful the bible doesn't say thou shalt not gamble but it's certainly unwise in many in just many extremes, and what causes, I think, it to be primarily a male issue is because we were born to compete. We were born to conquer. We were born to hunt. We were born to, you know, that kind of, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. When a guy takes himself out of the will of God by doing what it is he was created to do, he still has that desire to compete and to conquer. And if it's not on the athletic field himself, it is on betting. And they get this male kind of ego and like, oh, I'm a good guy. I know how to pick the winners. I know. And it's just an effort to fulfill a God-given mandate to conquer and have dominion and and compete in uh, in a way that isn't beneficial to him or his family. He loses a lot of money doing that. You think, and Mike, you've probably seen these too, this Texas Hold'em competitive uh, Texas Hold'em. It's on television, for crying out loud. Yeah. You know, it's it's popular, and there you go. And that isn't just guys. There's gals that oh, yeah. do that. That more play more the cards. Time. You can you can gamble on on your phone. Yeah, there's gambling sites on your phone that you can but play you, against you would other agree people. That Gus is probably right. It's a it's that competitive spirit. You know why you do it? Where you want to you know do better than someone yep. else, uh, but then you also want to uh, make the money. So obviously, Gus. Greed is the foundational issue, isn't it? Or would you say the competitive even trumps the greed? I would say more competitive because no person in their right mind is really going to logically think that they're going to consistently make money gambling. 
it becomes a bit of an entertainment thing, and there's a chance at winning. Hey, I'm going to spend 20 bucks on a on a movie ticket anyway, so I might as well just go to the casino and spend my 20 bucks there and hopefully get a chance at winning. Well, what they don't understand is that kind of just feeds their, you know, the potentiality of these big winnings, and then they get down, and then they've got to spend more, and whatever. There's a, there is a Gambler's Anonymous because it's not beneficial for you. There's no, like, Workouts Anonymous. Yeah. Right? Like, people that work out too much, <laughs> no. it doesn't damage their life, you know? So, it's like Healthy Eaters Anonymous. No, but people are addicted to food, but nobody's addicted to raw yeah. broccoli. You know, why do people get addicted to gambling? I mean, it's kind of weird when you think about it. I mean, you know, what is it that you literally do get addicted, like porn addiction or like drugs? I mean, it's just odd. It, I think the addiction part must be trying to make the money, though, isn't it? Probably. There's there's something. That's a great question. Why do people get addicted to gambling? But. I wouldn't even know exactly what that is, but it would have to be something, you know, it's it's associated with sin. It's not, you know, explicitly sinful, but there's an association with sin. So anytime yeah, something yeah. is sinful, there's an addictive possibility to that. Yeah. And I, I just think that's the human nature uh, in us, the sinful human nature in us. Yeah, you know, Tony Dungy, a Hall of Fame coach and television commentator, used to what, didn't he coach the Gophers or something like that? Anyway, we, we know Tony Dungy. Played for the Gophers. Yeah, one of the first uh, black uh, coaches in the NFL. Anyway, he came out today really criticizing the NFL because uh, uh, one of the popular Atlanta Falcon football players got suspended for all of next season because he bet on one football game this past year, a game that he wasn't in, he uh, bet $1,500, Got caught, and uh, so he's got to sit out an entire season. And, of course, uh, Dungy is not in favor of gambling at all. He said in, in bold letters, I've seen the lives it ruins. But on the other hand, he said it's just so hypocritical because the NFL absolutely promotes gambling. And there, there's huge money. They're tied to Las Vegas and all these new uh, things like FanDuel, DraftKings, uh, you know, Fox Bet, Bet MGN. I mean, Bet, 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 Bet. You can and, bet on anything. Yeah, and they and the NFL in this case <clears throat> just really encourages people to go after it. It's so fun, and it, you'll really get you more engaged in the game. So it's all all this money uh, involved. But yet, then they turn around and and make a player sit out an entire season. Kind of interesting when you think about it. Yeah. You know? That's pretty hypocritical. That's for sure. Seems like a pretty stiff penalty. Here we are talking about the you know, the the bad things about gambling, but then we're kind of also scratching our heads at, man, that seems like a pretty stiff penalty for, you know, maybe if he was playing in the game and, yeah. you know, had a, you know, the ability to throw the game or not, you know, you think of the White Sox way back in the day when they threw the World Series, you know, but... Uh, yeah, oh yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> the state of Minnesota... Uh, is saying, and it's for anyone 18 years of age and up, will be allowed to uh, get involved using both mobile and brick-and-mortar options because the um, the uh, tribal casinos are going to step right in here. The way it looks, again, this is not approved yet, but it likely will be. 
So you're going to see a lot of sports betting inside casinos. They're going to have to do a bunch of remodeling, I suppose, and make room for all of this. But they say, this is interesting, the legislation is not meant to be a revenue driver for the state. Rather, revenue generated would be used to fund a regulated market. In other words, uh, to uh, make sure they're you know, not letting it get out of hand. Uh, I don't know, there'd be some guidelines to it, maybe some limits. So that you're going to have to spend a bunch of money just making sure it's regulated and then also to provide grants to address problem gaming. Uh, so there you go, you know. <laughs> We're going to promote gambling so we can earn money to prevent problem gambling. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense, doesn't it? Uh, Man, I think the three of us need to go into politics or something to bring some, yeah, bring there some you go. brains to that operation. Well, they'll say, well, it's only 3% or whatever it is, or 5% of the people that get involved with problem gaming. But, you know, you don't know that for sure. No. And you know that there's a lot of families where there's dads that have no business even dropping 25 bucks uh, at a casino or on sports betting when you've got mom and three kids at home. Yep. And, uh, you know, struggling to put gas in the car, especially these days. Oh, and another thing that they're trying to use to on our emotions here, it will provide grants to youth sports teams in areas with high juvenile crime. So, you know, going to use gambling proceeds to, wow. you know, build up sports in inner cities and that kind of thing, you know. What they ought to do is is actually pay for people to go preach the gospel in yeah. areas where there's high yeah. youth crime. Well, and, and do, do like place. Corey Brooks, that pastor in Chicago. You remember that, Gus, who was up oh, on the roof? Oh, is that the guy on the roof? Yeah, yeah. And look at that. I mean, he's He's not using gambling to raise no. money. And that's exactly what he was doing, <clears throat> building this huge community center uh, to help in the inner city. And there was certainly sports involved with that. So sports can be great. Uh, in those areas, but to use gambling money, I think they're just kind of playing on our emotions there a little bit. But uh, yeah, trying to make it palatable for the masses. Yeah, Mike, it was don't funny. Really need to make it palatable because the masses are okay with it. The, well, that's the you thing. Know, there's more people that are less righteous today than there were two years ago, yeah. and it's going to get even worse, right? Yeah, and there's narrow, all... <laughs> narrow, gentlemen. Narrow is the road that leads Oof. to life, and only a few are on it. But wide is the road that leads to destruction. Hmm. Oh, you're just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that because the Holy Spirit already did. <laughs> there's nothing original with preachers, you know. We just copy the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I say that in jest because people say that. Yeah, I mean um, that it, it means nothing it today. Mean it, it's not there, you know. So, but. Yeah, it's but you know you talk about Phil. You said, "Oh, it's only about three mm-hmm. percent." Well, twenty years ago, pornography wasn't sixty five percent. Yeah, well, that's right. So, anytime there's an addiction, you're going to have that number just, could go way. It's up. going to start yeah. to increase because Gus yeah. said it early. We just let it happen. Didn't Nobody you say fights it. you had somebody come into your church? Was it yesterday? <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, we have a casino in our community, right? So yeah. Somebody came in yesterday, which doesn't really, really happen, but she came in yesterday and said, do you have any gambling, uh, Gamblers Anonymous? And hmm. said, we do. It's not Gamblers Anonymous. It's called Celebrate Recovery. But Yeah. Um, well, but if there's you know, one, there's probably 12, you know, that uh, right. you haven't heard from that are struggling with it. So, yep. yeah. all right. Well, it's an interesting subject, and, you know, it'll be one more thing that we'll have to, as parents, you know, if you're raising up, 
teenagers, boy, uh, you're going to have, especially the, the boys that are involved heavily in football and things, they're, you're going to want to get into sports betting. And it's going to happen. Moms and dads, you know. <clears throat> boy, moms and dads are busy, aren't they, Gus? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we just sit around all day and, and put kids in front of their cell phones and don't worry about it. Yeah, well, let's hope not. Well, and, and we don't have, it takes a village, right? So, you know, we can. It, does. it takes a church. That's what it does. It, yeah. takes a, it takes a body. Yeah, I like that. And it takes a good men's conference, too, for goodness sake. So make sure IV Marsh talks about sports betting at your conference. <laughs> hey, I bet you I can get 20 people from Bemidji to sign up tomorrow. Yeah. What do you bet? 20 bucks? No, I'm just I'll kidding. I'll bet you 100 bucks I can do it because I'll pay them all. A hundred bucks to do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wow. guys, this is going off the rails <laughs> yeah. here in a hurry. <laughs> uh, well, God help us. And moms and dads, we've got to be strong. That's true. And especially men, we've got to lead. And, and I'm not joking. Please uh, consider getting to this conference because we need it. We need to uh, be sharpened by other men. So there you go, yeah, April 1st you know, and 2nd. The Lord really made it very clear that, that northern Minnesota is our... Um, it's just our geographic location. It, this isn't just the northern counties. This mm-hmm. really is maybe a little south of Bemidji and above. Yeah. There's something special about northern Minnesota, um, and we, we just want to be able to, to do right by the Lord to, to bring what it is He wants us to bring to, the, to those churches that yeah. are going to come and be represented. Yeah. Amen. Let's come together. All right, thank you, Gus. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Yes, sir. All right. This is your life. God's truth. Your QFM. <laughs> Thanks, Gus. All right, guys. Yep. Bye-bye. See you later, boy.